0: Hello summoners, welcome to another episode of Theology, the study of Fire Emblem Heroes. My name is Eli Dor, and I'll be your Theologist today, and we finally have something interesting to talk about. It has been a year, but we finally have Choose Your Legends Round 3, actual real good news. So, we don't as of yet have all of the stats of the heroes, we know that uh, intelligence Systems they were nice, they showed us Brave Micaiah's stats, but... Other than her, we don't really have all of them, so I won't talk about the stats today, but we do have skills. We have skills. And, uh, yeah, we have skills, and we have the outfits. So, I'm going to go ahead and talk about the skills, because I intend to take full advantage of Choose Your lessons Round 3, and talk about it with every single scrap of information we get as it's released. So, first off, uh, and I'm going off of the order of the trailer video, we have Brave Camilla. She is a flying staff unit. Uh, so we can keep our fingers crossed. She isn't as good as the last um, women's place uh, women's second place staff unit. Uh, remember brave Veronica was a terror for a very long time and uh, is, is still one today if you don't have the right skills to combat her. So we have Camilla here. Camilla has a brand new uh, staff. Uh, I don't even know how I'd go about pronouncing that. It's like, something like that. Listen, I say that with a very uncertain tone because I have no idea how on earth that is supposed to sound. Anyway, she has this new staff and it has uh, the effect of foe cannot counterattack. so it's like a dazzling staff. Already we're gonna see the way she's gonna be built. Um, We are correct, it is going to be a razzle-dazzle build. Uh, with base kit. It's a 14 might staff by the way, which is good. And it has the text, if unit initiates combat, grants attack speed plus 3 during combat. Which is good. That's a good effect to have for a uh, razzle dazzle combat combat sort of healer. <laughs> combat cleric. So that's good. So in addition to this, after combat she, this she being Camilla, inflicts the gravity effect on her target and foes then one space of target. So basically uh, foe and the target and adjacent foes they all have their movement reduced to one space so that's good. This is the reason why um, ranged units can't use hit and run because things like this. So It isn't quite as strong as a full-on gravity effect. Uh, normal gravity I believe has a range of two Away from Target, but still, this is this is good. This is a really strong effect. The strongest effects already were Pain Plus and Gravity Plus. This is kind of like Gravity, except it's a uh, much higher Might and you know better. <laughs> so this isn't broken at all. This should be fun to see how uh, how it works out when she finally gets released. We don't know what her her stats are yet, so we don't know if this extra attack speed will really do anything for her. But uh, I I, I have to believe it will. She also comes with Restore Plus, which restores 50% of attack. So hopefully her attack is really high to make her a good healer. It also neutralizes any ally penalties. So anything like panic, threaten, and negative setup effects, things that prevent counterattacks, restrict movement, any of that, restores it all. So that's good. In addition to this, she comes with Attack Speed Push 4, a brand new skill that I think... I I personally would <laughs> I would I would free summon Camilla Solus. Wicked, fodder off this skill? This is I'm excited for this. I have always liked um, I've always liked push skills, and I can't exactly explain why. I think it was on uh, attack speed push was first on like Sumertana, and I really liked Sumertana. I have her emerged a bit. I like Samratana, so I think that might be why I like attack speed push. But the the variant 4 where you get plus 7 to each stat and the requirement is no longer 100%, it's now 25%. That's a very strong effect, and it's in either phase. So attack speed push 4 I think is going to be a really, really good skill if you want to go for it. It works in both phases. You just have to have, keep your health a little bit up. Uh, and if the, there, there's even a range, Intelligence Systems is nice. There's even a range where you can both use this and use Desperation if you can get the, the exact ballpark. So, in addition to uh, Attack Speed Push 4, Restore Plus, and Sound Greater, or whatever that is, uh, Camilla has Wrathful Staff 3 and Attack Tactics. So, um, Wrathful Staff, in addition to her Dazzling Staff, uh, makes for a very uh, annoying healer to fight, but uh, I think she, she, I hope, I hope she ends up being pretty good. Now I say this, uh, bear in mind, I do not like Camilla, um, not really at all. I, I always hated her in Fates, but I, if everyone else likes her enough for her to take, uh, take home Your Legends second place, then I'm all for it. I'm glad that she's looking like she'll be pretty good. So moving on to our next hero, uh, second place in the men's division, we have Eliwood. Now I am very ready for Eliwood. I think Eliwood looks fantastic. I'm a big fan of the blue outfit. This is by far my favorite outfit from this uh, this time in your Legends. I really like this one. So he is a lance cavalry unit. Um, he comes with a weapon called Nimi's Ice Lance, and uh, for the life of me, I think. I think, do not quote me on this, but Nini is some sort of significant figure in uh, the the history of Alib. I I'm pretty sure there was this ring that Ninian has called um, Nini's Grace. She could use or Nils could play with it, something like that. And it would I think this would actually give you like a bonus to your defense or something like that. I think yeah I think it buffed your defense and resistance to where you took like no damage for a turn. Something crazy like this, Nini is evidently some sort of significant figure in Alib. And uh, hopefully he'll have a, a comment or something that explains it a little bit. Such as who Nini was, or why it is racist against uh, dragons and beasts like, like Roy was. So Nini's Ice Lance, 16 might weapon, it is uh, effective against dragons and beasts. So, that's good. <laughs> Uh, it also grants speed plus three, and if you initiate combat, you get plus four to all of your stats. So that's good. That's a in combat buff. Get plus four strong, strong lance. It also he also comes with rally attack defense plus, which grants attack and uh, attack and defense plus six for a turn to one ally. Swift sparrow three. Uh, so if you're initiating combat with Nini's ice lance, you're getting plus three from the lance. You're getting plus 4 to attack, speed, defense, and resistance during combat from the player phase. And you're getting Swift Sparrow 3, plus an extra, plus 6 to attack, and plus 7 to speed. So, that goes... uh, This lance can give you an additional 10 attack, 13 speed, and 4 to your defense and resistance. Very strong. In addition... Uh, to this, his B slot is a new skill called Attack Speed Ruse Three, and that is if Rally Rally, not Rally Rally Assist skill is used by unit or targets unit, meaning say I don't know he uses his Attack Defense Plus. Uh, he he inflicts Attack Speed minus five and Guard on foes in cardinal directions. Uh, yeah, so that's that's good. <laughs> and target to their next actions. So, uh, basically you can debuff enemy defense, uh, not defense, enemy attack and speed. So it's kind of like even further increasing his speed and his defenses. Um, one thing to keep in mind, this is a Ruse skill, so... Keep in mind, if Rally Assist skill is used to target unit, inflicts attack, speed, minus 5, and guard uh, on target. So. Uh, use this wisely, I guess. Um, <laughs> not a ton to say about it. It's a ruse skill. You guys know when to best use them uh, if you've ever played them before. He also has speed opening 3, which grants speed to ally with the highest speed for one turn. So that's good. Overall, I think he'll be a really good player phasing unit. I'm not sure if I'll ever use attack speed ruse. I might just give him desperation because um, I'm, I'm hoping he'll have really good speed. At least you know he ha- he'll have an extra thirteen to whatever he's supposed to just from his lance. So that's that's really strong. I like Wood, He's one of my favorite lords. I'm glad he finally got his brave version. So next we have Micaiah. Um She is a flying green Tone wheeler. And intelligence systems was nice to actually show us her stats. So we know she has thirty six HP in the the thing we the thing they showed us. She had fifty one attack, twenty eight speed, seventeen defense, and. 40 resistance. Now, given she has a 14 might weapon, we know that her her attack has to be something like 37, uh, speed of 28, 17 defense, and I think, uh, unless I'm terribly mistaken, her weapon Light of Dawn, I'm not looking at this, Light of Dawn, grants uh, resistance plus 3, so she, I think she has uh, 37 resistance. So, that is the one person whose stats I think we know... Um, don't quote me on that, even though I'm reading it right here. I won't believe it until I actually see the the, the page update for her. So there's Micaiah. She has a weapon called Light of Dawn. So Light of Dawn, it's a, like I said, it's a 14-might weapon. It has uh, effective against Armored and Cavalry, much like every other weapon that Micaiah has. Every version of Micaiah has been very strong and effective against both uh, Armored and Cavalry opponents. And this one is no different. Basically, um, she is the thing that ends Elliewood. <laughs> Blue uh, cavalry unit, not in the player phase. Green tone wielder, who's effective against cavalry. Yeah, it, it'll be, it wouldn't be good to go that against each other. So, Light of Dawn. It does, in fact, grant resistance plus three. I did remember that from when I watched this, like, ten hours ago. Uh, and it grants a bonus to attack, speed, defense, and resistance during combat. So this is an in-combat buff, and it's equal to the current penalty on each of your target's stats. So uh, basically whatever the penalty is on your opponent's stats, you get that as an in-combat buff, and it calculates each stat dependent uh, independently. She has Sacrifice as her special, which converts penalties on target into bonuses and restores HP, uh target equal to c- your current HP of minus minus 1 and reduces your HP by the amount restored. So you cannot kill yourself with this move, um, but you can get real dang close. <laughs> so Sacrifice, uh, it it was on her other form, so we know what Sacrifice does. Moving on to her A slot, she has Attack, Resistance, Bond, 4, which I'm, I think looks good. It grants attacks, uh, Attack, Resistance, plus 7. Uh, as an in-combat buff to you if you're adjacent to an ally, and it also neutralizes your penalties to attack and resistance. So uh, you may have a debuff to attack and resistance. If you're next to an ally, you'll not only negate the attack and resistance debuff, you will also get plus 7 to each of those attack and resistance. So that's a good way of buffing those. So as is with every Choose Your Legends first place winner, we have a exclusive skill to go over here. So, this is Yune's Whispers, not Yune. Yune's Whispers is the exclusive B-slot skill of Brave Micaiah. And it reads, at start of turn, if any foe's resistance is less than or equal to your resistance, minus 3, and that foe is adjacent to another foe, inflicts attack speed minus 6 on that foe through its next action. So Makaya's got really high resistance. Odds are um, this will hit most people. And thanks to Light of Dawn, she gets as a buff any debuff on her enemies. So this kind of gives her like a, a attack speed plus six buff to herself while, you know, causing the debuff to her opponents. So really strong. Good spe- good B-slot skill. I wouldn't say it's quite as broken as as some other ones. Remember in... in uh, Way back in year one, when Brave Lynn came out, her B-slot was amazing. Uh, I don't think this is quite Seke's blessing level of amazing, but it is really good. It's a really good, uh, unique... I don't say... Uh, not unique. It's it's not quite as good as some other ones, but still it is good, and it works really well in tangent with her weapon. So hopefully you get a lot of mileage out of this if you're intending to pick up Yune. Uh, not Yune. Intending to pick up Micaiah. Makai also comes with Ground Orders 3, which is not a new skill. We all know how that one works. Um, it's like hone the ability to warp adjacent to nearby allies. Uh, that's basically all it is. So then in the trailer we had see her nuking a couple people with her, her lance. Not lance, her her tome. And finally we get the person I was most excited for. Uh, we have Alm. He's an infantry sword wielder. And he is coming back at us. Uh, not necessarily with his Ordinary Falchion. Apparently this time uh, Intelligence Systems decided to invent a brand new falchion! So yay! We have a new falchion, guys! Uh, <laughs> I wonder if, um, if if Ordinary Alm will ever get a refinement that turns into the Draco falchion. So he, we have the Draco falchion! It's a new falchion! Finally! That's a thing Fire Emblem Heroes needed. We needed another falchion. Why didn't they just give him like the royal sword of, of like of zophia that was a that was like the strongest weapon in all of all of uh, echoes but uh no matter draco falchion it is it's a 16 might sword that is effective like all of the falchions it's effective against dragons it also grants attack plus three and if the number of foes within two spaces uh excluding target and the number of allies within two spaces excluding unit so basically, yeah. Uh, if there are more <laughs> enemies around you than there are allies, you get plus five to all your combat, all your stats during combat. Very strong effect. Um, we've seen it a few other. We've seen effects like this a few other places, but they're always good. But it means he's probably going to be a good solo fighter. In conjunction with the Draco Falchion, we have the Draconic Aura as a special. It boosts damage by thirty percent of his attack. So I'm hoping his attack is really, really high. Uh, his personal exclusive skill, the exclusive A-slot skill of the Men's Division uh, first place winner of 2 Legends Round 3 is Send Scale, which was the uh, Alm's ultimate form he unlocked way late into the game of Echoes um, that basically nuked anything. So Send Scale and Heroes, it deals damage equal to 25% of your attack. But after combat, if you attack, so if it was a player-phase fight, you take 7 damage. So, this hurts you a lot. (laughs) 7 damage post-combats, quite a bit. Uh, But still, you you compare this to Fury. Fury goes like minus 6 to your HP by buffing all your stats by 3. This just increases the damage you deal. I think it's by 25% of your, your attack, that's like true damage. So you think about it. He basically has like a 19 might personal weapon, thanks to it granting attack plus three. That's already like basically 20. So you're already getting like an extra five damage just from send scale. So it's it's kind of like having death blow, but for both phases. And it's possible to have this uh, buff work in the enemy phase. You never know. If you were to I wonder if you, you pair it with something like like Vantage, keep him at low HP, run Vantage on him. He could get this same Send Scale effect. Uh, hit first, not receive any damage because he's attacking first, and then um, he could possibly get the big buff from Send Scale without having to take damage from the opponent or from himself. Um, I'm just thinking out loud here. Don't actually take this as anything instructive. I don't know enough about him yet. We just know the scales, but Send Scale looks to me like it'll be really good. 25% doesn't seem like a lot, but if he gets up around the 60-some 60, 60 some, uh. 60 some strength that I'm hoping he can reach. Like it probably won't be all the way up to 60. But he could probably yeah, but he could reach 60 if he had a attack boon. I, I can't imagine he will be a weak hero. 25% of that is like fifteen extra points of damage just per hit. That's really strong. And uh, that in conjunction with Draconic Aura, that boosts your damage by thirty percent, I think he'll be a, a pretty strong hero as if he already wasn't going to be dealing enough damage. Um, he comes with Chill Defense and the Beast Lot, and a brand new skill called Threaten Attack Speed 3. So, we're now getting dual Threaten skills. I've always liked Threaten skills. I know they've not been the most popular of skills, but I've always been a, a firm believer in Threaten skills. If you look back when I used to recommend builds for units, I would often have Threaten skills in there just because I like Threaten skills. So I'm very excited that we get Attack Speed threat Threaten. 3. And it looks good, so it says at the start of turn, if you're within two spaces of a foe, it grants attack speed plus 5 to you for one turn, and inflicts attack speed minus 5 on foes within two spaces during the next actions. So, um, yeah, not only will if much like how Eliwood could get plus 10 to attack, plus 13 to speed, and plus 4 to his defenses, uh, just, by, just by existing in the player phase, Alm can get um, plus five to attack, plus five to speed, plus five to defense, and plus five to resistance from his weapon. In uh, just by not being near allies, he gets an extra twenty five percent to his attack. Um, just by existing, he gets uh, an, an extra, basically an extra seven damage. We'll just say it's defense minus seven to foe. So it's like that's like basically the same thing as attack plus seven to you. And he gets attack plus five to his C slot by being within two, by starting a turn within two spaces of an opponent. Speed plus five thanks to his C slot for the same reason. And uh, it's like another speed plus five because you're reducing that enemy's speed by five. And it's like buffing your own defense and resistance by 5 by by reducing their attack by that much. So, uh, deceptively strong. This is what uh, Elliewood, Ellie and uh, Alm, definitely, they're deceptively strong. They don't really show their true potential, but uh, they can definitely bop you with it if you're not careful. Whereas um, Camilla and... Yeah, I guess I guess Kim, I guess Micaiah also is a lot stronger than she may first seem. If you get her a little bit of setup, Camilla just looks really, really strong. But the other three, they've got a lot of potential that probably doesn't uh, appear if on the surface if you don't look real close. So those are all the skills of the two Your Legends round three units. Boy, I can uh, put my tablet away. I am very excited to see, hopefully, what these stats of them are. If Uh, when they come out, I'll go over the stats. Um, I'll also tell you which one I'm picking. So just, I mean, I guess I was going to wait to do that, but because I said it out loud, and we kind of have the skills, I can at least go over who I'd pick just for skills. So uh, Camilla has the Attack Speed Push 4. That, to me, seems like a really good skill for foddering purposes. Um, But also, she just seems like she'll be strong. And uh, as you all know, I hate to go into having to summon Cullus. Uh but year one, I, I free summoned Brave Ike. Year two, I free summoned Brave Ephraim, so I got green units both times. This year, I will not be free summoning another green unit. I'll break that trend. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to be going for... The thing is, I year one, year two, I free summoned an Axe unit. There isn't an Axe unit this time, so I have to come up with something else. And uh, this year there isn't someone who's voice acted by Greg Chen like there was a, the last two times for me to get because since both Ephraim and Iker voice acted by the same guy, I didn't have I didn't have any sort of guidelines. There's no Greg Chen actor. There's no Axe Unit. Um, there is no clear like defensive tank character that I could go with. So this time I have to go based on something else. I can't just choose the Axe Unit this time. I have to go based on. Uh, I actually think. So, for foddering purposes, I think Camilla is really good. Um, I also think the Threaten attack speed is going to be a very uh, useful skill. I've always liked Threatens, and I think that one will be fantastic. I forget exactly what the skill was that um, <laughs> that Eliwood had that I thought was going to be really good. Let me go ahead and check that again real fast. I don't know why I shut it down. I was still going to talk about it. Um he has yeah, he has attack speed ruse, which I'm not a huge fan of, but he has a Swift Sparrow 3, which is great fodder. But I wouldn't I wouldn't summon him for fodder. I think based on what I see right now, I'm either gonna go with um Elliewood or Alm. And it isn't because I think they're the best this time around. I think they're both very, very good. Um they're brave units, how could they not be, <laughs> Roy? But um and it has nothing to do with their, their 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 kits with their skills or their stats, because I don't know their skills or stats. It has to do with I just like their characters. I mean Camilla, I never liked Camilla. I've I've always hated Camilla. <laughs> um Micaiah, I've never played Radiant Dawn. It's one of the very few Fire Emblem games I haven't played, even though I, I kinda have it, so I just don't play it. I'm playing Three Houses right now, not Radiant Dawn. So I I don't have any sort of attachment to uh her. So what I'm gonna my plan is I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna not use up my free summon, Uh, my choose, my choice until after the Choose Your Legends banner is gone. Uh, I'm gonna try in the Choose Your Legends to get either Alm to summon either Alm or Elliewood, and whichever one I end up not summoning by the end of it, I will get with my free pick. Because I really like Alm, Um, Echoes had a fantastic game presentation. And uh, he benefited from that entirely, all too much. And uh, I like Eliwood a lot too. Big fan of his outfit. I really like his kit. Same with Ulm. I like the, the classic looks. So, well, I guess I'll just see. I'll see who I don't summon out of the two who, I, who I'm i unable to summon out of the banner. Hopefully I get them both. I'd love to get them both. If I get them both and I have to end up having to choose between Camilla or Micaiah, That'll be a real tough decision considering how I have no attachment to either of them. Uh, but we, we'll see. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Uh, as for all of you, when this banner finally drops, hope you have the best of luck in summoning it. So, You know what that means? It means I'm winding down the episode, so thank you all for listening. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Hope I get to cover it a little bit more in depth when we have the actual stats of the characters. If you'd like to reach out to the show, you can do that through our subreddit of r slash phaiology. You can also email the show directly at Phaeology at or email me at ilialador at gmail.com. I will leave that in the description so you know how to spell it. If you'd like to chat, you can do that with uh, me on Discord at Ilialador hashtag 1130. Send me a friend request. I will accept. We can discuss. Um, I'm also in a few uh, Discord servers here and there, so you can probably find me just without sending a friend request, hopefully. Uh, you can also find me over on uh, the show subreddit. Uh, my, my DMs are open in case you want to talk about something or give suggestions for the show. Remember, you can send the show your voice messages through Anchor. It's lots of fun to hear, uh, lots of fun to hear what you guys want to say. So you can do this at anchor at anchor.fm slash theology slash message. And lastly, if you appreciate the show and want to show your theology spirit, you can support the show through anchor at anchor.fm slash theology for as little as a dollar a month. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Take care and schedule another appointment with your phylogists real soon. Happy summoning.